The Fellowship of Christian Athletes presents Sharing the Victory with University of Nebraska assistant football coach Ron Brown. You know, we toss around the term hero often, and we do it in the sports world, we do it in the military world even. As we celebrate July the 4th and Independence Day, we do have a true hero here, a guy who has who's experienced uh, an incredible amount of uh, success in both arenas, and that's Chad Hennings, the former Dallas Cowboy and Air Force pilot, won the Outland Trophy in college, still uh, in active uh, service in the military. Chad, welcome to Sharing the Victory. Coach, my pleasure. Glad to be on. You know, Chad, I'll tell you what, you're a very unique guy because, you know, it's difficult to have that kind of uh, success and prowess in both of those arenas. When you were at the Air Force Academy, what were you thinking? I mean, you were playing football. You're obviously a great football player. Did you sense a pull apart from those two things, or did they really integrate well in both arenas? I believe that athletics, primarily football, is the greatest leadership laboratory that there is. Just mm. Everything that you do in sports, learning about camaraderie, the importance of an individual, how they work in the confines of a team, the aspect of perseverance, of commitment, are the same things that uh, our military stresses to our young men and women who currently serve both domestically and abroad. So there was no conflict. They actually were very synergistic, and they worked well, very well together. Well, you know, Chad, uh, I, I love the term training ground, and can you give us some practical application? And you flew on missions, you're a former pilot. Talk to us about what you learned on the football field that applied, let's say, uh, as a pilot in the Air Force. I think, to your point, training ground, practice, mental preparation. For example, in preparing for a football game, you evaluate film. You look at your opponent. How do your opponent react under certain conditions? What is the offense? What is the defense? What are they going to throw at you? Um, what are the conditions of the field most likely going to be? What is the equipment that we have, uh, as well as the mental preparation of the game, of, aside from evaluating film and studying, but uh, actually the actual practice time on the practice field going through repetitions. I would do those same things in preparation for either a training mission or a combat mission when flying a jet or flying the A-10 in the Air Force. Hmm. I would evaluate film, look at my bomb film on the practice range. Hmm. I would do, uh, we call it chair flying, but it's basically role playing. What would I do under certain conditions? I would know what the environment, the, uh, the topography, the geography that we were going to be flying in, what the weather was going to be like. I certainly knew if there was any aggressors in the area you know, what defenses they were going to throw at me, what offensive weapons I was going to use, what uh, the communications between myself and my co-pilot, much like between myself and a fellow defensive lineman or a linebacker on the field. Mm -hmm. All these things, they were very similar, and there was a lot of crossover, and it made the transition for me when I started flying jets. It started preparing for missions, again, either in a, a training mission or a combat mission, where I had those uh, moments that I really felt like I was, you know, I had gone through this before, and it was in through athletics, primarily football. We're talking to Chad Hennings, a former Air Force pilot, Outland Trophy winner, also at the Air Force Academy as the nation's best lineman, and also a former Dallas Cowboy. Chad, you talked to us about the relationship between the military and football, but now that you're a Christian, 
we have what we call spiritual warfare, <laughs> opposition to the name of Jesus Christ. I would imagine what you've learned in both of those other arenas, in football and the military, certainly applies well into the Christian life. Tell us what God has taught you in that realm. Bible is full of analogies, military analogies, about the spiritual warfare. That's why in Ephesians 6, St. Paul talks about putting on the armor of God, where we have to arm ourselves daily in both preparation with not only defensive weapons, but offensive weapons, too, the Word of God. And that preparation was exactly what I went through both uh, on the football field as well as in the military. I talked previously about role-playing. I encourage kids, and I did it myself, that I would sit and I would visualize. What would I do under certain situations, either in the cockpit or in the football field? How would I personally, how would I react? And I did that same thing, and I encourage kids to do that same thing when they go to school or go to a party. What happens if someone wants you to smoke a marijuana cigarette? Or what happens if someone gives you alcohol or entices you or tempts you to do something that you know is not right? How are you going to react? Mm-hmm. I always make the point to these kids, and as well as to myself and to my kids, that if you've been there before, either through a mental exercise, you'll know how to react. It's a lot better to do it that way than to try and fly by the seat of your pants. You know, Chad, uh, the reason why I called you a hero, I understand in the final days of the Gulf War, you escorted planes that uh, drop supplies to the Kurds in the northern part of Iraq as part of Operation Comfort. I mean, you, your life was on the line. Talk to us a little bit about your prayer life during that time and, and what you were experiencing in terms of intimacy with Jesus Christ through those life-threatening situations. I remember when I was graduating from the Air Force Academy, one of my sponsors there was a retired one-star general who had combat missions in Vietnam. And he shared with me a common prayer that a lot of fighter pilots back then used was, Dear God, just let me complete my mission. Hmm. You know, and it alluded to the fact to me about self-sacrifice, about giving of oneself, about camaraderie, taking care of your wingman, and wanting to accomplish your mission. And that's kind of the prayer that, not that I necessarily say that every day, but that's the theme of my mindset is, as Christians, it's not about us. It's about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It's about our Heavenly Father. It's about the Holy Spirit. It's about glorifying Him through our actions, our words, our deeds. And it's about accomplishing the mission as to why we're here on earth. And that's to glorify Him and bring praise to Him. And that was, you know, the mindset that that I wanted to do. And I still live day to day with that mindset. What I want to leave is a legacy behind my kids, one of integrity, of a character, of, you know, moral values, and my Christian spirituality. And, and that's what I wanted to leave now, as well as back then when I was flying those missions to protect the Kurds against the Iraqi Republican Guard divisions in Operation Provide Comfort. It brought me closer to Christ because I was there right where it all began, where Abraham uh, went from the Ur of the Chaldeans down into the Promised Land. Mm-hmm. That I flew over the Tigris and Euphrates River. Mm-hmm. I was there where Mount Ararat is. To see it, it, it kind of makes it surreal, and it brings a reality to the Bible that the people that have talked about, the places that have talked about, are actual real places where you can touch it, you feel it, you can see it. You can sometimes taste it when the wind blows the dust. Mm-hmm. So it, uh, it made the Bible more alive for me. 
Boy, that's a great point, Chad. I love what you're saying there. And and also, I I really believe, you know, when we're in Christ, it's going to flesh out. And God asked you to flesh it out in the military in some dangerous situations. And and, and Chad, I'd love to have you just share with us a little bit of what what that looks like for men and women who have served in the armed forces throughout nation, whether it be the Gulf War or World War II, uh, Vietnam. The average citizen can't really relate to that kind of physicality in war and the danger that was experienced there, particularly those Christians who walked the jungles or the the deserts in serving uh, America. How do you pay tribute to them, not just in a terms of a patriotic way for America, but I mean in a biblical way in terms of honoring God by protecting and, and um, attacking that which is not right? You know, first and foremost, what we can all do for our men and women who are in the armed forces is pray for them, pray for their safety, pray for their safe return to their families, pray for not only their physical well-being, but for their mental well-being, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me give you a quick analogy. Back in World War II, a typical military person, a, a man, would have a tour of, say, four years. They would spend any time up to six months in combat during those four years. During the Korean War conflict, that went up to nine months out of those four years. Vietnam, he went up to a year, a little over a year in combat. Now, in today's modern era, this current international war on terror, our military men and women who are serving of a 52-month deployment time or that they're active duty will spend over 46 to 48 months in combat. That's over four years in combat. So you can imagine the amount of duress Hmm. and stress on these individuals, and they're battling things such as traumatic brain injury from concussion blasts, from IEDs, as well as uh, our artillery shells and RPGs that are going off around them. They're suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder, as well as the separation from their family or loved ones. And people aren't necessarily seeing, uh, they see the physical aspects of the war, but for the families, the moms, the wives at home, and the kids at home that are having to hold it together while dad's gone for a year, fighting in combat. So as American citizens, the implications for this current war go beyond what you just think of, you know, X's and O's of combat and mortal wounds and separation. It's a whole domestic Mm -hmm. Pandora's box that we've opened. So to pay honor and tribute to those men and women who put themselves or put their country before themselves, that are sacrificing of themselves, we honor them by thanking them, and but most importantly, by continuing to pray for them. You know, Chad, that is so well said, and, and uh, that price of freedom uh, is very costly. It's very high. I would love for you right now on national radio, if you wouldn't mind, to pay tribute to America for by praying for these folks who are involved in uh, active service and for those who have been in service who who may be feeling the effects, the trauma of what war was like. Would you mind just laying before us as we celebrate Independence Day today uh, a prayer up to God for us all? Yes, I'd be happy to. Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord, for your sovereignty that you sit on your throne today. Lord, I pray your blessing be over the people of our nation. I pray your blessing be over our men and women who are serving in our armed forces today, both domestically as well as abroad, overseas. Lord, I pray for their physical well-being. Lord, I pray for their uh, emotional and spiritual well-being. 
Lord, I pray that you draw them closer to you, that they say, Lord, as we often say, that there are no atheists in foxholes, Lord, but mm-hmm. as they're in that combat situation, that you reveal yourself to them mm-hmm. as to your, who you truly are, your true nature, your true character. And above all, also, Lord, I pray for the families that are left at home that have to continue to live life when their loved ones are gone. And I pray for those, Lord, that for those individuals who have given the ultimate sacrifice of giving their life for their country and for the loved ones that are experiencing the loss daily. Lord, I pray for your comfort, your peace that surpasses all human understanding, Lord, be over them, protect them. And Lord, I pray for our president, and I pray for our members of Congress, as well as for our chiefs of staff and all military hierarchy of leadership. I pray you grant them wisdom and discernment to seek your will for our nation. And I pray this in the perfect, precious, and powerful name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Hmm. Chad, that was awesome. Thank you very much for doing that. And uh, and we across this nation uh, have much to be thankful for, even in the midst of war. And so we will thank God. We will serve God, those of us who know Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord. Thanks for inspiring us that way, Chad. Thanks for being with us today on Sharing the Victory. Thank you, Coach. Enjoy, and uh, happy Fourth of July. That was Chad Hennings, the former outstanding lineman at the Air Force Academy who won the Outland Trophy, former Dallas Cowboy, and former Air Force pilot who served America in the Gulf War. He's with us today on Sharing the Victory. More interviews can be found at fcapodcasting.com. That's fcapodcasting.com. Thanks for listening to Sharing the Victory.